with thanksgiving, with praises to his holy name. Each of you joining us on web services or Facebook, we welcome you. And families, as you are gathering together at home and sheltered in place, we welcome our virtual worshipers from all across the nation. Let us praise God with our whole heart, mind, and soul today. Hallelujah. Amen. And now we will hear music from our K Chapel praise team. Oh, he's worthy, y'all.
my hand. I lift my hand. I praise you, Lord.
Let the church say amen. amen. Our scripture this morning is coming from the book of Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 20, verses 4, 9, and 12. And then we will go to the New Testament, to Romans 8, 26, and 27. 2 Chronicles. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name. And we will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. O God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face the vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Romans 8. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he searches our hearts and knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with his will. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers, readers, and doers of his most righteous word. Amen. Dear Lord, we come this morning thanking you for the opportunity. Dear God, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't thank you enough for the many blessings you have bestowed upon us. Oh God, as we look on another day, we look at it with great positivity. We ask that you just accept our thanks for all that you have done. Glory to you, O oh Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Brother Bridgman, for that scripture and Thank you, praise team. I think you came to worship the Lord this oh, morning. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. It is time in our services for tithes and offerings. It's in this time in the worship that we can all participate. We give to demonstrate our obedience to God's word, for it is more blessed to give. We also give as a sign of our thanksgiving for God, supplying provisions in our lives. And we give to support God's kingdom building through missions and ministries that occur here and around the world through Cape Chapel. The methods to give include an envelope that you can bring to the drop box here at the Cade campus. You may give by calling the number on the screen or using instructions to give provided in our website of Cade.org. The word of God says in Proverbs 22, the generous will themselves be blessed. It is time to give.
precious Lord, our hallelujah belongs to you. Lord, we thank you for the gifts. We ask that you would bless them, multiply them, let them be used in your service. Bless those who had a mind this morning to give who could not. Bless the sick and burdened throughout the land, country, and world. Oh God, our hallelujah, our praise, our honor belongs to you. Thank you again, oh God, for all that you do. For it is in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. This is the time in our program where we usually have announcements. And I'd just like to say to all of our sick and shut-in and families that are going through bereavement because of the transition of some of your family members, we are lifting you up today. Um, we'd like to let you know that if you need special prayer, please call the office and let them know or call your assigned deacon or go online and there is a place, a form online, where you can make an official prayer request. I understand that we have some new members, and they will be introduced to us at this time. And in our special way, you may know some of them, or you can call the church and get numbers and welcome them. But we want to say welcome to Kay Chapel. Let us see our new members at this time. How about it? This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are glad about it. You know that the family and I are on vacation right now. And I want to thank you for giving us that blessed privilege of resting and relaxing and, and recreating and reconnecting ourselves as a family. Uh, it is a wonderful time and a wonderful experience uh, for family life. And so thank you for being patient and thank you for being prayerful. Uh, and thank you for again for giving us this this opportunity as a family. We're going to come back recharged and, and ready to go a little bit further. Amen. Listen, so while we're on vacation, I simply wanted to come on and welcome new members to our church family. We have eight new members who have completed uh, the new members orientation online and they are now ready for the right hand of fellowship. So you know what I want you to do? I want you to help me extend to them now a virtual right hand of fellowship. Welcome our new members. Welcome to K Chapel. Katina Borner. Leornis Barner Jr. Leornis Barner the Third. Roytavius Greenfield. Odessa Mixon Haggard. Sheena Phillips. Raylan Roberts. 
Kaylee Williams. Praise God for you this morning, and now we will hear from this wonderful praise team. simple song says, I got a feeling that everything's gonna be alright.
everything is gonna be all right. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Giving honor to God. To Pastor Buckley, thank you for encouraging us to out act outside of the cage chapel traditional walls of worship as we expand the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. We want to keep in mind that those of us who are staying at home, we have to keep the faith and understand that everything is going to be all right. I, I wanted to give a special notice to sister mother Susie Christian. I talked to her this past week, and you know, it's something about talking to senior citizens and seasoned saints, Brother Bridgman. Uh, she, she re, and these are her quotes that I wanted to share with you before we get into the message this morning. She said, we are all learning to be like our most prized senior citizens who stay at home a lot anyway. She told me there is an art to looking at the same walls, being patient with the day, and truly serving God with your whole mind while at home alone. So now if you want that kind of encouragement, I suggest that you find a 90-year-old plus and call them and just watch how they can get happy on the phone. I wanted to also shout out to our class 15 that we are always in uh, service on Saturdays at 1 o'clock. And Brother Ira Roberts, who is now moving towards 101 years old, can the church say amen? And his wonderful daughter, Jackie, that is dialing him into that conference call. And I want to lift up Sister Ollie Lester in class 15. She's right up here. Sister Lester, all right, and, and we just want to thank her for the way that she connects the class every Saturday to, to study the Sunday School Publishing Board lesson. And to all the teachers and all of our department heads that keep our Sunday School going early on Sunday morning, we just want to praise the Lord for all that you are doing. Now, there's a word you heard in your reading by Brother Bridgman earlier, and the message today that the Lord has put on my heart is standing when God fights the battle. Now, 2 Chronicles 20 is a very in-depth chapter that I'd like to ask you to put on your book reading assignment for verses 1 through 30. But we have chosen this morning the 4th, the ninth, and the 12th verses, and then the passage out of Romans. And it says, the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. But then ninth verse talks about, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plagues or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress. And you will hear us and save us. Oh, God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Romans 8, 26 and 27 say in the same way, the Spirit helps us 
in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit itself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Let us pray on this, our scripture, and this sermon. God, hide me behind the cross and bring forth this message, standing to let you fight the battle. Open our minds and our understanding of purpose and final outcome so we encourage one another as believers. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, it's time for a mind check. Mental stress mounts as people choose violence now over talking things through. We are in the middle of the behavior crisis when people go out in public without wearing proper covering and masks, knowing that if they breathe in the COVID virus, things will happen. We're having a mental health challenge, folks. Those of us who God senses, we know that we need to seek the Lord and encourage each other. It is time for us to fast and pray. It is time to acknowledge that many women and men are not operating in sound doctrine. Hospitals now are being forced to decide who will be admitted in levels of illness and turning away others. If you are watching television on a daily basis, you are also viewing evil taking over this country from the White House to the state capitol. Living on extreme mental stress means we must seek advice from the Bible and spiritual counseling. Standing when God fights these battles that are too big for us. Standing by the power and the strength that has been put in our mind, body, and spirit because of all of these trials, tribulations, and tests. So I just want to start out with 2 Corinthians, I mean 2 Chronicles the 20th. And there's a plan, and this plan is pretty simple. It has seven points to it, and I think that makes it a complete plan. Step one says call for your people to come together. Step two says call for a pro proclaimed fast. Step three says enter into prayer to God. Step four says expect an answer and listen carefully for the message from the Lord. Step five says, understand that the battle is not yours, but the Lord. Step six says, stand still, stand up. And step seven says, give praise unto the Lord. Come before his presence with singing. So let's start off with step one. A plan of action that starts with going to the right source, calling all your people together. Now, in second Chronicles, it says in verse 2, some people came and told Jeho Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Eden, from the other side of the Dead Sea. He was alarmed. Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. And the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. All the men of Judah and their wives and their children and their little ones. 
stood before the Lord. I don't know why they had to say little ones, but they put them in there. All right. Now, what does the scripture say to us? In this time, there is power in numbers. And when you get all your people together on one accord for the same purpose in the same place, there is a witness that you can do. Old folks would say, you got to know who your people are. You got to know who you belong to. So I would like to start with this analysis. If my people who are called by my name, do you know the name of Jesus? Do you know the heavenly father? Is he your prince of peace? Is he your bright and morning star? Is he getting you up every morning? Learning your father's name is important. Are you a part of the royal priesthood, El Shaddai? Is God almighty for you? Old Testament called him Yahweh because they understand that he witnessed, they witnessed the power of God. Many of you know him just as God the healer. Jehovah Rapha, and by whichever name you call him, I tell you right now, we need to call on the name of God. We need to call him today because he is the same as he was yesterday, and he will be tomorrow. What are you talking about coming together to pray? I say come together to pray real prayers, not say prayers. That is why the next step is so important. Let us move on to step two. Call for a proclaimed fast. In 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter, the third verse, it says, Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. Fasting is a way of telling God that you are serious, and you are willing to put aside your daily food needs. By calling the whole nation of Judah together to fast and pray. They lifted their eyes away from their problems and they looked to God. The leader took the lead. They had no power over the real enemy, Satan. And, but they knew the all-powerful God would act immediately. There are times in our community when true leaders of God should call for a proclaimed fast of purpose with prayers. Seeking an audience with God requires a clean heart and a consecrated heart that is filled with the Holy Ghost. And the body is empty from influences of this world. Can I get an amen? amen? Now, step three, entering into the prayer. When Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly, and this is on the first, fifth verse of that same chapter, he said, some very, very pointed things. And, and I just want you to listen to just how honest he was with God. And I quote, Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built it in a sanctuary in your name. And then that ninth verse again. If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we stand in your presence before this temple 
that bears your name and cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. Oh, God, will you not judge them? But we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. End of that prayer from Jehoshaphat. Now, what does that mean? Prayer without faith and honest confession will not work. You must know the elements of the prayer. And according to our Christian standards, it is adoration to God, confession of our sins, petitions with intercession for others. And every prayer should close with a humble submission, acknowledging that it is through Jesus Christ that we pray, asking and believing, being specific in prayer and understanding what we are seeking in prayer is key. Now I move on to step four. Expect an answer. Listen for the Lord. And in the 14th verse, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, son of Zechariah. And he said, as he stood in front of the assembly, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Isn't that a wonderful recognition when it's not ours, but it is the Lord? When God's people are spoken to by God's representative who is speaking in the spirit of the Lord, it is no doubt that you will understand that that is a child of God and it's that person is speaking from the heart and you can hear the spirit and you can hear the authority and authenticity of their comments and their response to your honest prayer. Now step five, understanding that the battle is not yours in the 15th verse when he's telling them to listen and told them what God had to say I like that 18th verse that follows. Jehoshaphat bowed down his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. When God provides you with an answer, it is time to give thanks and worship him. If we consult the Bible prescription further, it says, and we know all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. Now this final step, stand still and expect the miracle. You heard from the prophet who spoke to Jehoshaphat, but now you hear in this 19th and 20th verse what really happens. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa, and as they sat up, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah, and people of Jerusalem, have faith in God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. 
I know it's sometimes hard to stand. I really understand that we don't really expect blessings as we should. But I tell you, when you obey the Lord and stand still, you can actually see the miracles. You can actually see the Lord working. But you got to stand still. Oh, let me move to the seventh step, giving praise. I mean, I think I was already there, giving praise. Because when you know that 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 you know the Lord and blessed you, nobody has to give you permission to praise his holy name. What I loved about this scripture was the part when it said the choir had already been prepared. And Pat, they had a song. They said, give thanks to the Lord for his love endureth forever. And they began to sing and praise the Lord. And do you know what happened? The battle ensued without them doing a thing. One army fought against another army. They killed that army. And this army killed the other army. And then they turned around and killed each other. And they, the people of God just stood. They saw them destroy one another. Sometimes you just need to stand and you need to watch what God will do. Stop wallowing in your own self-pity. Stand up and let others see when you thought I was, you were keeping me down, I'm standing. Stand and believe the battle of the Lord. We have examined these words from the Lord. And yes, we need to pray mighty from the White House on. We are to seek God's face, expect the answer, and be prepared to follow the instructions. And we're going to have some instructions in November. But these seven points can be summed up with three points. If you no danger is present from the enemy. Call your people together. Get serious about praying. And know that the Lord is on your side. The second point is, and when you pray, ask God for the desires of your heart. Be very specific when you pray. Do you need a light bill paid? Do you need him to see about your sick child? Is the deaf angel getting too close to your house? Has the deaf angel already visited and you're about to lose your mind? It's time to call on the Lord for his goodness and mercy. He will walk with you. He'll talk with you. He'll tell you you are his own. If you stand and let the Lord fight your battles, the word of the Lord says in Psalms 8, 26 and 27, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit itself intercedes for us through wordless groanings. Have you ever had to groan and you didn't know what to say? my Lord Jesus and you know that he searches our hearts he knows our minds and the spirit intercedes oh the third the third the third point all oh, standing in wait for the salvation of the Lord you know there's always going to be a real test of your faith 
But I tell you, the Bible is very clear. It still says, wait on the Lord. It doesn't give you authority to do anything. It just says, wait on the Lord. Tribulations may be long and hard, but you should not doubt in what you believe in. COVID is here, but who do you believe in? Stand on the battlefields of life. Show up and stand prepared for you know who's going to fight the battle. Then have your song ready. Prepare to sing the right song. God knows just how much we can bear, but he shows up right on time. I don't care what the elected officials are saying when they count the numbers. It doesn't matter how many stay-at-home orders that they present to us. We all got good sense. And we understand that we are not alone. Things may be getting crazy, like mail carriers being told not to deliver mail on time. U.S. Postal, uh, the, the UPS has proclaimed they're going to charge extra charges just because some folk getting checks or at home buying everything, including the kitchen sink. <clears throat> I'm, I'm asking you, Kay Chapel, everybody that's listening to me this morning, your body, your mind, and your spirit is one. If you broke your leg, I promise you, you would not be home trying to self-heal. So treat your mind in the same way that you would care for your eyes and your stomach and your heart. One mental health expert that I love to talk to is Dr. Renee Chapman. And she had a quote that I wanted to share with you as we began to leave. Our community has got to see mental health as a part of their total health. We must address mental health because it is an important part that impacts so many parts of our body. End quote. Yes, we need more people to go into medicine. We need more young people to concentrate on the medical fields, including family counseling. But this morning, I ask you to go to God. He sent me with a message. And it's not anything new. He said, if my people who were called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Now, the question is, do you believe that you are part of that family? I do believe, I do believe, Kay Chapel, that there are some saints out there that understand prayer without faith and honest confession would not work. And I'm asking you this morning, as we conclude this service, if you believe God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and Jesus told us that if we ask, we shall receive, our mental health ought to be in place because we are believing that what is done here on earth is the same as what is done in heaven. Sunday school lesson a few Sundays ago said to us, don't pray without faith for that prayer cannot be heard. Faith precedes praying. 
And if we have faith, if we honestly trust in God, we can come on through this generation with the same vigor and the same determination that brought our grandmothers and our great-grandfathers. If you know God cares for you, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus died for our sins, but he rose with all power in his hand. We have power this morning. Leave this service knowing that you have power and that you stand while God is fighting the battles. And it is not left to us. We are to ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. I, I, I'm just so convinced that, that everything is going to be all right. Every, every day that song rings in my spirit now. And I don't think it's by a happenstance or accident. Because praise team, I, I believe that there are singers like you who were just like the singers that Jehoshaphat called upon. They're on the front line. They're doing the hard work. They're, they're representing what we know must be the battlefront. And it's not safe on the front of the battle line. Okay, somebody back here ought to say it, amen. It's not safe on the front of the battle line. But God has called you. And he told you to stand and praise him. And I want you to stand and sing with me as we close this sermon. Everything is going to be all right. I know it's going to be all right. I'm standing on his word. I am not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. And everybody that's listening to me out there, I don't care what COVID got. I don't care what the president say. I'm standing on his word. Everything is going to be all right. Amen. Amen. Got a feeling. Yes. That everything's gonna be all right. Say it, oh, say it. Oh, oh, I got a feeling. Everything yeah, is everything's gonna be all right. Oh, I got a feeling. Everything is gonna
there may have been someone out there listening that haven't decided yet that you want to be in that number. Well, I'm, I'm just going to tell you a couple of things. When the dead in Christ rise again, he's going to be looking for those of us who have declared that they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he came and he died and he rose for our sins. This is your invitation to Christ. If you have a question, it may be, do you believe God is? Do you want God to rule over your life? Do you believe that Christ did come? Well, all you have to do right now is confess that yes, I'm a sinner saved by grace. And yes, you want to commit your life to Christ. Now it's a little different, of course, with us in this virtual reality. There's a number that should be showing up on your screen right now. Call it. And if you miss calling it today and you got to think about it tonight, call the office tomorrow. But you can join K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. You can join by Christian experience, which means that you have been in fellowship in some past time with another Baptist church. You can join by letter, saying that you moved into our area, and especially talking to our college students who are coming back into Jackson. Or you can join by a candidate for baptism. We want you to understand that everything is going to be all right. And as you join this church and this fellowship, know that you will have sisters and brothers that will surround you and that will be there for you. Amen. This has been a service that I feel so good that the praise team and all of the music staff and our technicians and Dr. Shannon up there, we just praise God for your ministry of keeping us on air. And I want to just say to those of you that are listening right now, it's important to wear your mask. It's important for you to stay at home if you don't have anywhere that you really need to go. And I'd like to end with a scripture from Philippians that says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God will surpass all understanding. For it will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And we pray, Lord, let us encourage each other. Let us stand on your word. And let us realize that you are the one that will fight the battles. Amen.